Today's podcast is brought to you by nobody, because we don't have any sponsors. everybody welcome back to episode four of our wives or friends with your hosts tyler and eric and today we have some exciting news for everybody we have our first piece of fan mail yeah let me take a let me take a gander at that yeah tyler open it up see what see what they have to say it just says we suck so thank you wow yeah keep listening Thank you for listening, I guess. Thanks for the feedback. (laughs) Uh, Any feedback's good, right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, constructive criticism. Yeah. We suck. We'll 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 be better. But I don't think we're getting better. (laughs) I don't either, so. What you hear is what you get. I'm sure whoever it was will keep listening. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyways, today's episode, we're going to, actually, we're going to talk about golfing. That's, uh. Where a lot of us dads enjoy, yeah, and breaking away for a little bit, yeah. So, I got introduced into golfing when in high school. Um, we both actually worked at the country club together. Yes, we did. That was like our high school kind of job. Yeah, it was like it reminded me of a lot of like the, the movie Caddyshack. You know, like it was just a good time. We were, you know, just a bunch of young teenagers and. Driving golf carts around and hitting balls and and uh, you know serving the the uh, members and and uh, do basically doing everything anything they asked serving the wealthy citizens wealthy citizens no there was fun our job consisted of cleaning a lot of golf carts and clubs and golf clubs <laughs> that was pretty much it yeah no and and I was I didn't dabble in golf when I was young or anything, but it was something that like after working there, um, one of the golf pros that worked there actually taught me how to golf. Um, so then I, I kind of took it more serious and I started golfing. I ended up acquiring some golf clubs and kind of actually, you know, just diving full into it. Yeah. And, uh, so then part of that was the, uh, the country club was closed on Mondays, and they called that, um, what, employee golf days or yeah, something? Yeah, pretty much. It would do course maintenance that day, but they opened it up for the employees to play that day. Yeah, so, you know, because they don't want us around the members. Which was, you know, you don't realize it, but it's a really big benefit. Because if you go out and play a course right now, you got someone kind of riding your butt the whole time. Yeah, it was nice because you could learn to golf, and there wasn't, like, people playing through you or anything. And right. not, not all the employees played golf. Yeah. It was just like a handful of us. No, it was fun. I um I grew up golfing. You know, I um I learned at a young age, and I I always played. You know, when I was young, and I really enjoyed it. So working at the country club was it was fun for me. It was good. Yeah. We got to drive that little picker around that picks up all the range balls. Yeah, I used to um I used to make bets with the the, the kids at the country club. Like they um I bet them that they couldn't hit me. Oh, yeah, and so everyone's trying to target you. Yeah, every, everyone tries to target you anyway. 
So I would just make bets with them, like, oh, if you uh, if you don't hit me, you uh, have to, you know, buy me a sandwich or something. <laughs> and then they'd always lose. Yeah, the thing, <laughs> it's a moving target, so it's tough to hit. But I will say, being on the other side and driving that thing while people are aiming at you, when you get hit in there, it, it is loud. Yeah, it's, it's almost terrifying. Yeah. It's just a caged cart. There's some times where you go in there, Basically, you go in the picker to just kind of go and relax a little bit, maybe take a, a little break from your from your job without really getting called out for taking a break, you know, because you're actually doing work, but you're not doing work. You're just yeah. driving the picker around. I'd be in there, like, kind of rethinking my life or just completely zoned out, and then I'd just get freaking nailed with a golf ball and it'd scare <laughs> the crap out of me. Yeah, I used to just take, like, headphones and just, like, listen to music and just, like, zone out and just drive it, picking up all the golf balls on the range. Yeah, it was pretty fun actually. Looking back on it, what about like um, I know we've like worked with a lot of dumb people. And like, how many times is that they drive that picker into the like the lake? Oh yeah, or into a sand pit. There would always be someone that's like, "How do you miss a giant sand pit right in front of you?" <laughs> yeah, and it's the range too, so it's not like there's they went off the range. Yeah, because it's not no like s- it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, there's no sand pits on the range, so that means they went a little too far. We had a thing called the clean pick too. It was on like Sunday nights because they would mow the range, I think Monday morning. And so Sunday nights, it doesn't seem like a tough task, but you have to seriously go and pick up every single ball in the range and anything mm-hmm. you missed, you had these little hand pickers that you'd have to go around with a golf cart. Dude, and we hand would pick the range. We would, uh, I remember it would be like closing up and all the members are gone and there's no lights on the range here. So it was just like, hard as fuck to see anything when we'd be flying around these carts on the range just jamming with that little hand picker just going plop 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 trying to catch all those little little one-off balls yeah because if you missed any they'd get chopped up in like the mowers the next day and they'd be pissed yeah so you get in trouble if they come out there and there's all these you know chopped up balls you know because they're pretty expensive to go through yeah um yeah and then we'd like clean carts and we always knew like what carts were the better carts or the fastest and we'd like save the fastest ones for us to ride around yeah yeah one of them had like the the governor was taken off of it was taken off of it so that was kind of like our cart we rode around on yeah yeah we didn't give those carts to the members (laughs) yeah we had this big spray nozzle you know just spray the spray down you know empty out the trash there and go plug them in and get them ready for the next day yep only cart barn yeah it's called the cart barn was you know waking up if you had a morning shift is waking up and you had to go walk up and down this ramp and uh bring up all the carts you i i recall i didn't work a lot of morning shifts that was like a thing you did more yeah on the weekends but i do recall a couple times where like we'd be out partying and we would just cha- take a change of clothes like our work clothes and leave them in our trucks and whenever we got done partying we would just drive to the parking lot at work and just sleep until we had to be at work oh yeah that happened a few times and then just being super hung over the next day walking <laughs> up and down this it's like a giant ramp that goes downstairs and yeah i don't know it was and it was wet walk back and it forth. was slick and wet and there was like i think the cart barn held 80 carts so you had to go and put all the carts up there then like midday right when you're kind of just feeling it the worst is when people are starting to come back in, but you still need carts to turn around, so you'd have to go clean them up, turn around again, 
they had enough charge to make it. Yeah. I do miss, though, like the, the serenity of just driving around the golf course. Yeah, I know. It was a well-manicured course, and it was fun to go and look at the houses that were kind of built, too. Yeah. They had all like the big mansions. Yeah, just some of them. kind of an idea of maybe something that you want to do in the future. But the course is always nice. It's really enjoyable being out there with all the trees and just plus, really plus nice we were teenagers, so yeah. we were like, it was kind of a cool experience because we were driving around these carts and uh, I don't know, just zooming and zipping around the golf course like no fucks given. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. We hit like a jump or something. Another <laughs> benefit was we'd have like you know. On Mondays, they would if the course wasn't cl- closed, they'd have like a charity tournament of some sort, and they would bring just tons of beer in, and you know there's a beer chest on every hole, and then once everyone leaves, they're just like, oh yeah, how about you, seventeen year old kids, just go on the course and pick up all the beer unsupervised. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can. Neither confirm nor deny that all that beer made it back in one piece. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they basically, once the charity left for the day, they don't come back and ask for stuff the next day. It's not like they come back and say, hey, let me get the drinks that were out there. No. I mean, it's kind of like a done deal. Like, hey, wherever it ends up, it ends up. And so. Yeah, they never asked for it. We were just filling up. I mean, I can remember coming home with 100 plus beers. Yeah. Easily. You just. Load up the, they had like those, those um like red bins full of ice, yeah. beer. We would just attach them to the cart and then just go drive straight to our trucks. Yeah, then show up at our high school party like a few hours later. Yeah, we were the king because we'd show up with all kinds of kinds. Where'd of you guys beer. get all this stuff? <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Hey, don't worry about it, man. I think someone got caught eventually by one of the senior staff members. Did they? I think but, so. I think that was after me. I. Someone got caught eventually. It kind of ruined everything for like a little bit. It's one of those things where like, hey, they got their hands slapped and maybe kept a little bit of a closer eye, but a few months later, no one cared again. Yeah. It was like, yeah. In that in that moment, it was just like on the radar for like a month or two. Yeah, but I will say there is a really like peaceful serenity feeling about being out on the golf course when the sun's about, you know, right when the sun's rising, you know, being out there right when they get a fresh cut and just... All the good fresh cut grass. That's how to you. That's how I feel when I'm golfing. Is like, it's just like you're you're taking a step away from reality. And now you're like, I don't even notice like houses. And I don't notice like the street or anything. I just I just see the golf course and the grass, trees and the lakes. I don't even notice any of the surrounding stuff. It's just like you're in your own little world. Yeah, you're in your own element. Now that we're older, we don't work at the course anymore, but it's fun to go out and just spend some time out there. Yeah. After I, uh, well, I was in college and I left the golf, the uh, um, country club. I actually went to work at, while I was still in college, I went to Sports Authority and that was still a thing. I, was, I became the golf supervisor for the Golf Authority, called it. Um, and I, <laughs> I would sell clubs and do all this kind of stuff, but I pretty much just sat in the simulator and hit like a thousand or two thousand balls a day. Yeah, just practiced your, your practice your game. Yeah, and then on like top on top of it, um, for being the golf person of the store, 
you got uh, had contacts with TaylorMade and Cleveland, like all the, all the companies, Callaway. Right. And so, like, I got like what do they call them. They weren't. They were like sponsorships, but not really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not full, not yeah. full sponsorships. Yeah. And so I could, I'd call them up and be like, "Hey, I need new set of irons, new three wood or something." Yeah. And I would pay. Like I still paid for it. It wasn't a full sponsorship where I just got shit for free. Yeah. But it was like thirty percent below cost. Like so it was like way cheaper. I ended up getting a full sponsorship with Nike for about three years and it was it was good. You know, they what they want is these these companies want somebody either in the shop or in the store that are representative for their product and that have their product so they can talk about it and be familiar with it and Do you still have a full set of Nike clubs? Kind of a long story. I have a partial set. Some of my clubs got stolen, so I have a mixed bag right now. Yeah, all my all my. But clubs. I really did. I had a really nice set of Nike. I, all my clubs are tailor mades, but my wedges are Cleveland. Those are good wedges, and and it's good sometimes not just to have the same brand all the way throughout your bag. I've always been the in the belief that some companies make better drivers. Yeah, hit what you some like. Some companies make better irons and don't, don't wedges. Be, don't be a brand whore. Yeah. You know, hit what you like. Do what works for you. Yeah, I used to I used to be all up on the on the golf game of what's the latest products and what each product does and yeah. this face, that face. Um now I feel like I'm so far removed from all that. Yeah, cuz I I mean I'm so many years removed from in that I'm not even I'm not in that industry. Yeah, and I don't I don't golf as much as I'd like to. Um, you know, it's a weird market is head covers, right? Because there's like so many weird ones. Not that there's so many weird ones. Like I ended up getting to where I was buying, kind of like trading, like buying and selling head covers on eBay, and I made like a lot of money. Like I mean, not like let's just say made made me like ten or fifteen dollars per head cover. Hmm. And. Um, you know, you buy them from somebody that's maybe got rid of their clubs or something, so they're just wanting, like, you know, maybe a couple bucks or something for them. And you sell them for, like, $15. That's weird. Yeah. Especially if it's a newer, say if it's a new driver, and people are like, those things go up to, like, 30 or 40 bucks. That's what I, I, I need a new driver. I'm still, all my, because, of course, it's older clubs that I have, you know? I'm yeah. still rocking, like, R7s. Yeah. Dude, and they're great. Like I, they're not ruined. They still hit super good. The the funny thing about golf is that it's always the equipment. Mm-hmm. Whatever's wrong with your golf game, it's just just blame the equipment. Blame the you equipment. Just need some some new stuff. Yeah. Um. I do need a new driver though, because I'm still rocking the OG TaylorMade Burner. It's a pretty good driver back in the day. No, it's a great driver, but it's just like. How old is that? Yeah, I know. It's I might hard. as well be hitting a wooden one. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. I mean, it's pretty old now. The technology's I'm, changed so much. I have the RVZ, and I think that was the model after the burner. Yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty close there. And I feel like when I'm hitting my drives, my driver's just like like dead. Yeah. I So my long game, last time I played golf, my long game was trash. But my short game was still on. I could, dude, I could chip it and put it right, you know, from, I don't know, 100, 150 yards out to the green, I'm still golden. Yeah. It's that initial drive that I've, I've lost. Yeah. And that makes, um, 
when you lost your drive, it just makes every hole longer to play. Still played a lot better yeah. than I thought, though, because yeah. you end up making up a lot of ground in your short game. Right. You know, so... You have to, yeah. If you're if one part of your game's off, you got to step it up on your other game, mm-hmm. whatever that might be that day. To really just keep that score down. Oh yeah, dude, I'd hit like a get up to the fucking tee box, and I'm feeling all good. I just shank the shit out of it, and then, uh, but I make it up on the back end because I could put it on the green and one hit or two hits, and then yeah. one, one put it. You know. Yeah, I feel like you know, there's your drive, your approach shot. You know, say maybe chipping, then you're putting. And I feel like there's one thing that's always off for me that day. I feel like it's always one of those things. If my driver's working good, mm-hmm. then the putter's gone that day. I don't, I don't know what the correlation and is. I've, and I've tried to tell people, like, when they've asked for, like, advice, it's know your strength. Like, they know what you hit for your, each club. Like, what is, how far can you hit a, a six iron? How far can you hit your pitching weight? Like know right. those distances, yeah. Because then that that's gonna that's gonna help you out so much if you know those distances. Yeah, that's where those range finders really come into play. Yeah, you know, but you can start that, really gauging how far you can hit things. Yeah, because then you can you know take some time to know. Hey, I can I can hit my nine iron. Hey, I'm this far out. Probably use my nine iron. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. They yeah. just they just take a take a guess. Yeah, one <laughs> of the things that I'm looking forward to. Um, is when my sons are older, you know, taking us all out on like family golf trips. And well, you already got a foursome, bro. Yeah, no, I got a full a full group already. So <laughs> got a full cart, full 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 go. Yeah, no, um, but I think it'll be fun. You know, it's like a family friendly kind of thing that we can all do. It'll be it'll be good. Yeah, no, I'm excited about that too. Um, my wife's got some clubs. She took a some golfing lessons a few years back. Got like a set of Callaways. And we've been talking about that. Like, hey, let's go go to the range, start hitting some balls again, maybe go hit the course. Yeah. At least we're trying to play maybe once every other week or so. Yeah. yeah I, I miss that. I used to at least play like play 18 holes like twice a week. Yeah. I'd play like four times a week. It was ridiculous. Like, I was well, addicted to golf. Yeah. Well... One of the perks, though, is like in the, when you work in the golf industry, you probably don't make a lot of money, but you get a lot of perks. Mm-hmm. You get to go play other courses. You get, you know, some, some gear comped and those do, sorts of things. I do need my putter uh, re-gripped. One thing I do need. I have that, you know, the fat grip. Yeah. A win. Yeah. It's like um, it's so old now that it's just like flaking. Yeah. I like those <laughs> big grips, though. They just keep your hands really steady when you're putting. Mm-hmm need to order a new one and get it regripped on the smaller grips it's like the the littlest turns in your hands or anything you know the face turns and it opens up quite a bit yeah so i like how those big grips really just kind of stabilize everything yeah putting that big grip on changed my changed my putting game for sure yeah and another thing about golf is like you can play that you know well into your aging years i mean a lot of other sports like basketball and stuff like that you can't really play as much I agree. Uh, but it's fun. You know, I like going and playing a lot of different courses or you know, if there's like a, a famous course, maybe go try to play that every once in a while. Hmm. I haven't been to any recently. Yeah, I've never played like a you know, famous PGA Tour course. Well, it's pretty expensive too. It's like 
kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's worth the experience, I think. Hmm. Not to go several times a year, but maybe once a year. Yeah. What's the one? I know there's one like down south. The one in uh, San Diego. Torrey Pines. Torrey Pines. Yeah. Right next to you know, UC San Diego. Yeah. There's Torrey Pines. I uh, heard a lot of good things about that course. There's Pebble Beach up north. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's all kinds of things, different states. I've, I mean, there's some course in Idaho that looks really where you have like the, the courses in like Arizona that are like desert and there's just like patches of grass you have to land on. Yeah. I've always wanted to play one like that. Yeah, no, that'd be fun. Or it's like cacti like all around you, except you gotta let the, the fairway is just like a single patch of green. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely fun. I think it's just a game that you can play a lifetime. You really get a lot of them. Yeah, I've always. And it's something that like, not something I enjoyed. What's the like big thing? Is golf's boring? I'm, I'm not gonna watch golf. It's boring. Yeah, that's and a good nap. Like a good nap thing that's, to put on if you need a nap. To me, that's just an excuse of you don't know how the game of golf is played. Because if you actually know how golf is played, competitive and it's actually fun to watch. Yeah. I don't know. I love golf, but watching it on TV is still a little rough for me too. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah. But I remember back in the day. I was actually like into it and doing all this stuff. Yeah. A little different. I think it's like anything. If you're keeping up with baseball season, like if you're watching the games, it gets a little more interesting because you know how everyone's performing. Yeah. I don't know all like the new golfers. Yeah. I feel like I'm just out of the loop. So maybe that's it. But it is kind of funny that you can take a nice nap and then wake up and they're like, oh, okay. Well, guy's in the lead now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You bet. You can't sleep on it. That shit carries over. Yeah. It's not quite as, uh, I think the roughest thing to watch on TV is NASCAR. Yes. There's a bunch of people driving in a circle. He's making a left turn. Yeah. He's making another left turn. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah, on TV, it, if you go to an actual NASCAR race. Yeah, 100% way different. different. Where you, you pick a car and you're kind of rooting them on and cheering Dude, and them. every time they drive by, the whole stadium shakes. Right. You can it in your soul but when you're sitting on your couch watching it i'm just kind of like man wake me up when there's five laps to go i don't get like i'm not big into the racing stuff but right. when they make pit stops and all this like i just it confuses me it was like how the fuck is that guy still in the lead yeah this guy passed him like three laps ago and it's still showing that this dude's in the lead like i, I get so lost yeah trying it to can be hard to follow sometimes get tired over there a little bit a little bit a little bit uh, no, but back to golfing. Um, I don't know. It's funny too because I have all kinds of golf gear that I just it's all just sitting in my closet. Like clothes? Yeah, no, like clothes and hats and golf shoes and golf pants and. Dude, I have like the sickest pair of golf shoes. Like a, it's like a whole ordeal going out to the golf course. You know, looking pretty fly. What uh, what's like your golf shoe brand? Do you have a pair of Nikes? Nikes for sure. But Foot Joys are really good too. I'll I to, like both. I'll have to show you the pair of Nikes I got. I think Foot Joys are more comfortable, but the Nikes are like more fashionable. Yeah. Foot Joys kind of remind me of like... Like my grandpa golfing? Exactly. But you put them on, you're like, man, these things are comfortable, but they look like hell. Yeah, I have a pair of... um. So there was a stint in Nike when they tried to do a cross between tennis shoes 
golf shoes. Yeah. I have a pair of the Nike golf shoes. Yeah, what do you think? Dude, they're the most comfortable shoe I've ever worn. Do you, do you slip at all when you're, no. like, trying to rip one down the middle? Nope. And they have those, like, it's not even, like, I'm not to show them to you. It's just got grooves in the, you know, the, the sole of the shoe. Just yeah. Has, like, it doesn't have, like, the claws thing in them. Hikes. Right, yeah. No, I, I have some similar pairs to you. They're pretty nice. They're, yeah, they're comfortable. They're definitely trying to make them a little more fashionable. Yeah. And I, I got those, and I don't know. I can't even find that style anymore. Hey, how about the Ricky Fowler trend? When he got really big and the Puma stuff, or all what? the Puma stuff, and the really bright colored everything. Yeah, they went back to like, like, um, like John Daly, yeah, like type type apparel where it yeah. was like super bright and crazy pants. And- no, I think that stuff's good for golf. It's fun to watch and fun for people to just, I don't know, participate like, with all that. Like some Happy Gilmore shit. Yeah, like let's bring it back. Let's make golf exciting. I remember specifically, he really, like, I think orange was his favorite color, and he wore orange all the time. Ricky Fowler? Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun, but, you know, those trends just blow up in, in golf, and they get really popular. Same thing with, like, Tiger Woods and, like, the Tiger Woods apparel blend. So did you know uh, that Costco, Kirkland, makes golf clubs now? I didn't. Yeah, so last time we were there... I know they made balls because they're competing with the Pro V1s and stuff. Right. And I've actually heard their balls are really good. Yeah. But last time I was at Costco, well, you know, stopped in the that little section right there, that aisle, just, just to browse. Right. You got to. They had Kirkland brand golf clubs, like, sold individually in boxes. Yeah, like, you know, you could buy a set of irons or a putter <laughs> or uh, they had wedges. Wow. Uh, and I'm, and they're like, I don't know, uh, like the wedges were like 200 bucks, you know? And it's like, he's good. I, I was trying to look on the box to see like, I'd have Kirkland's brand, but who actually makes them? Yeah. But, and I couldn't find anything. It just says Kirkland all over it. Yeah. I'd be curious if anyone's playing those out there, how they, how they work. At Costco, come sponsor us and we'll, we'll play your clubs. Yeah. We'll, we'll go give them a round. Yeah. No, I'd be curious. Those. Especially if they're competing with the Pro V ones, those like the golf ball side. Mm-hmm. Pro V ones, man, those things are good, but they're so expensive. What's the um those new balls? They're they're newerish. I can't think of the brand, but a lot of people play them and they say they're actually really good. I I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. There's so many new brands. It's funny though because when we played at this course, there's these like foxes that live on the course, and you'll hit one right down the middle, and like the fox comes and takes your ball. Oh, dude. But if you're playing a crappy ball, the fox would just leave it out there. But if it's like something that's really expensive, like a Pro V1, mm-hmm. they, would, they would haul that off to their little kit fox. Yeah, they knew they knew exactly what balls were the good ones. They were picky, yeah. They were like Pro V1s. Ice. Oh, okay. I have heard of those. I've never played them. Though. Yeah, I've never played them either. But I want to say they're, they're right up there with like competitive for the Pro V1, the Titleist. And they're, but they're cheaper. So I got a question for you. Would you rather play golf once a week at like an average course or once a month and have it be really nice? Once a week. Yeah. Because then I'd golf more. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's tough for me. It's, I'm kind of leaning towards the once a month. Because right now I'm playing no golf. So Yeah, so once a month is better so than no golf. So once a month sounds great right now. 
I guess my point was, you know, if you took all the money you spent on each round per week, instead of playing four times, you played one time, but maybe you played at, you know, like a pretty quality, you know, nicer course, maybe, I don't know. No, because, I don't know, because golf is a, um, say, if you don't use it, you lose it right. type sport. So I think playing every week keep you better. You get your full enjoyment. Yeah. yeah because you, everyone knows that golf's a lot more enjoyable when you are playing well. Yeah, you would, your game would get better. You'd, it'd be more of a repetition, more practice. Um, And then, like, you know. Where's the parameter here? Can I switch to once a month once I'm once I'm good? Yeah, I suppose you could do that. Yeah, <laughs> you could really do anything. Let me do. Uh... I guess it's more of on a money spectrum for me. Just like, would you rather play four average courses and spend X amount of dollars, or spend the same amount but play like a pristine? Uh, yeah. Okay. How about this? How packed? How busy? Is the uh, yeah, that's a good factor because if if it's like I'm playing every week, yeah, but I'm also playing through people and people are playing through me nonstop, yeah, it's just like constantly crowded, yeah, that's not then, fun either. Then maybe I'll switch to the once a month, yeah. I hate being worried about hitting up on people or or that I'm playing fast enough, yeah. You're, you're not going to get better when you're stressed and worried the whole time that right you're being rushed, or mm-hmm. that's the that's the worst. Yeah, or, you know, when you get out there and it's a packed course and it turns into, like, a five- or six-hour round when it mm-hmm. really should be a three or four. Yeah. I I have, like, a low attention span. I feel like after after four hours of golfing, I'm kind of done. Well, yeah, and an, an 18 holes should take, should take you about four hours. Yeah. So if it starts going into five, you know, some of these tournaments, like uh, some of these scramble tournaments, like charity stuff, I mean, these are, like, six-hour tournaments. Yeah. I'm just I'm checked out at like three and a half. Well, we definitely need to go hit the course. Yeah, all this golf talk. I feel like maybe we need to go book a tee time. Dude, I'm I'm down. I really want to go to one of these courses that have kind of like the uh, I don't know scooter golf cart things instead of like a golf cart. Scooter. It's like a scooter or like there's even like these motorbikes kind of looking things. Oh, how like um. Like the segways, yeah, or something. Like segways, or they're like even like I've seen kind of some skateboard looking stuff. That would be a dope. Yeah, they have some courses, but they're pretty expensive. But it looks like a lot, of, a lot of fun. What about the dude that's like walking the whole course, like yeah. pushing that little cart, getting his exercise in, getting his steps in? I need to be that guy, but you know, I'm just not. Yeah, but driving a cart's way more fun. <laughs> like it's just it's more fun that way. Yeah. You just drive up, drive straight up to your ball, and you're ready to go again. And do some donuts, you know? Instead, you know, if you're hoofing it, you're just out there looking for your ball. <laughs> Especially, yeah, if you're not hitting the the green or the fairway every time, and you're out there playing the rough, that oh. can be pretty rough, just hoofing it out there and looking for your ball, you know? At least when you're looking for your ball in a golf cart, you can drive back and forth until you find it. Yeah. Yeah, if walking, you're, you're stuck going from, is that my ball? No, that's just a... Busted ass range oh, ball. The range ball. How'd that get out here? <laughs> and uh, talk about getting your steps in. Yeah, there's always those guys that show up to the golf course, and they're they're the slowest. Yeah, like you're you're stuck like waiting like 20 minutes at the tee box waiting for them to finish. Right. They they're the ones that I'm not knocking the people that do that because like I definitely should be 
like you said, one of the ones walking. Yeah. But they definitely make the rounds longer. For sure. Yeah. They're not fun to follow. But I have walked. It's fun, too. It's just a different... You know, you get a lot more tired, too. Yeah. Because uh, you're actually doing more exercise. Right? <laughs> so, anyways. Golfing's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah I want to know what, what uh, some of our listeners like. Where, where do you guys play at? What kind of clubs do you use? What, what brands do you like? I'm just I'm curious. Because, like, I've been... We've been... Um, so far removed from like what's in what's new what's going on like i just want to know some of the feedback so if i do go like say buy a new driver you know i don't know what you guys are playing yeah definitely if you guys golf I mean, it's not yeah if you're not a golfer you might have skipped over this episode. yeah it's not for the faint of heart <laughs> <laughs> but we enjoy golfing and we think that dads that golf are pretty cool yeah, we just we want to hit on all subjects and you know, maybe a topic out there for everybody. May not be may not be a golfer, but maybe listening to this episode will inspire you to we take it up. I will say that I think with everything that's happened over the last few years and what's our kind of atmosphere, I think golf has gained a lot of popularity. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. But well, uh, yeah, I think we should wrap this episode up. And it's, it's uh, gonna be a short one, guys. Sorry. So we uh, we appreciate everyone listening, and hopefully this inspires some of you to get back out there and get on the golf course. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys for listening. We are um, available on all listening platforms, and uh, if you have those questions or the golf recommendations, go ahead and drop us a message. On uh, at our wives or friends on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. All right, everybody, have a good day.